0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mrs. G's Story Time. We are reading a new book today, "Star of Light," by Patricia Sanjin, with permission of Moody Publishing Company. And before I start reading, I want to give you a little background of the uh, the book, "Star of Light." It is the setting is in North Africa, in a country called Morocco. Now, an interesting fact here is that Patricia Sanjin was a nurse in morocco for many years so she's writing out of experience and the things that she experienced when she was in that country in this book we're going to see some difficult situations uh, situations that are not according to god's design god's order but we're going to understand that these are all symptoms of the problem and even in the world that we're living today all the problems that we're seeing seeing—they're symptoms of the problem the problem is the heart of man but Jesus Christ, God born in the flesh, came to this earth for a purpose. And that purpose was to to go to be crucified, to take our sins upon him, to pay the debt that we owe to the Lord God, Father. And that he rose again. And if we believe and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, we will be with him forever. So we, that does not take away the problems that we're living in right now. But we look for the eternal things, the eternal life that we have when we will be with the Lord Jesus Christ in heaven with Him one day. And that's what we look for. So, with that in mind, let's read chapter one Kinza. A little girl came running down the side of the mountain one midday in spring. Pulling her cotton dress up around her knees, she skipped as lightly as a lamb on her bare brown feet, leaping over the bright orange marigolds that shone up at her. Baby goats jumped. Among the wildflowers and the storks had begun to build their nest on the tops of the thatched houses. Rama was seven years old. She was small because she'd never had enough to eat. Her stepfather and his elder wife didn't like her and sometimes beat her. Her clothes were very ragged and she had to work very hard. But today she was going to have a treat. Nothing could spoil her happiness. She had been asked to look after the goats alone while her brother went on some mysterious trip with their mother. She was free and alone with just the goats and the storks for company. Two whole hours to play in the sunshine with the goat kids, with no one to shout at her or make her grind the millstone or carry heavy buckets of water. She spotted a man, man, her brother, rounding up a couple of mischievous black kids. We're talking about goats here, baby goats, who were trying to get into a patch of young wheat spring was making them feel excited and they were jumping about all over the place haman joined in with them and then rama too with her small smooth dark hair blowing about her face her black eyes shining brightly laughing and shouting together they steered the kids away from the patch of wheat and onto the open hillside where the rest of the flock was scattered then haman turned surprised to look at his little sister he had not often seen her so happy and carefree, for country girls were taught to behave themselves properly. What have you come for, he asked. To look after the goats. Mother wants you. Why? I don't know. She wants you to, to go someplace. She's been crying and looking at little sister. I think perhaps little sister is ill. Her sparkling eyes looked sad as she remembered her mother's tears, for she loved her mother. Only the sunshine and freedom had made her forgot all about them. All right, said and I'll take good care of the goats. Here's a stick for you. He turned away and climbed the valley because, between the two green arms of mountains, he walked fast because he did not want to keep his mother waiting, But he did not skip and look about as Rama had done for his mind was full of questions. Why did his mother look so worried and fear full of fear these days? Why was she always hiding away his baby' sister? Keeping her out of sight whenever she heard her husband or the elder wife approaching. Of course, neither of them had ever really liked baby sister, but they knew she was there, so why hide her? Mother se- even seemed afraid of Haman and Rama playing with the baby nowadays. She would drive them away and hide in a corner of the room, her little daughter clasped against her, and always with fear, with that fear in her eyes. Was it evil spirits she feared, a poison? Haman did not know, but perhaps today his mother would tell him. He walked faster. He sighed as he climbed the hill, because until a few months ago his mother had never looked frightened, and he and Rama had never been knocked about or considered in any way. They had lived with their mother and their father who loved them in a little thatched house down the valley. There had been three other curly-haired children younger than Rama, but they had started coughing and grown thin when the snow fell and there was hardly any bread or fuel they grew weaker and died within a few weeks of each other their little bodies were buried in the eastern slope of the mountain facing the sunshine and marigolds and daisies grew on their graves their father coughed that one or two but no one took any notice because after all a man must earn his living so he went on working and plowed his fields in spring and sowed his grain then he came home one night and said he could work no more until that following autumn he lay on a rush mat and grew weaker zora his wife and aman and rama gathered in the ripened corn and cleaned what they could so they could buy him food but it was of no use he died leaving his wife still young and beautiful and a poor widow with two little children they sold the house and the goats and the hens and the patch of corn and went to live with their grandmother A few months later, a little sister was born, bringing fresh hope and sunshine to the family. They called her Kenza, which means treasure, and everyone loved and cuddled her. Yet strangely, she never played or clapped her hands like the other babies. She slept a lot and often seemed to lie staring at nothing. Amon sometimes wondered why she didn't seem pleased with the bunches of bright flowers he picked for her. When Kenza was a few months old, a man offered to marry their mother. And she accepted at once because she had no work and no money to buy food for their three children and the family moved to their new home it was not a very happy home sir muhammad their her husband was already married to an older wife but she never had any children so he wanted another wife he did not mind taking Haman too because a boy of nine would be useful to look after the goats he also thought rama rama would be a useful little slave girl about the house but he could not see that the baby was any use at all, and he wanted to give Kenza away. Many childless mother women will be glad of of a girl, he said, and why should I bring up another man's baby? But Zora had burst into tears and refused to do any work until he changed his mind, so he rather crossly agreed to let Kenza stay for a while. No more was said about it, unless perhaps something had been said during the past few weeks, something that Haman and Rama had not heard. Could that be why their mother held Kenza so close and looked so frightened? A voice above, Hamad called him to run, and he looked up. His mother was standing under an old twisted olive tree that that threw its shade over a well. She carried two empty buckets, and baby Kenza was tied on her back with a cloth. She seemed in a great hurry about something. Come quick, Hamad," she said impatiently. How slowly you come up the path. Hide the buckets in the bushes. I have only brought them as an excuse to leave the house in case fatima should want to know where i'm going now come with me where to mother asked the little boy very surprised wait until we get around the corner of the mountain replied his mother leaving the way leading the way up the steep green grass and walking very fast people will see see us from the well and will tell fatima where we've gone follow quickly i'll tell you soon they hurried on until they were hidden from the village and were overlooking another valley Zora sat down and laid her baby in her lap look well at her Haman she said play with her show her the flowers Haman stared long and hard into the strangely old patient face of his little sister but she did not stare back or return his smile she seemed to be looking at something very far away and did not see him at all suddenly feeling very afraid he flicked his hand in front of her eyes and she didn't move or blink she's blind he whispered at last his lips felt dry and his face was white his his mother nodded and quickly stood up yes she replied she's blind and i've known it for some time but i haven't told fatima or my husband because they would probably take her away from me why should they be bothered with another man's blind child she can never work and she will never marry she started to cry and tears blinded her as she stumbled on the rough path a caught hold of her arm where are we going mother he asked her again to the saint's tomb answered his mother hurrying on up behind the next hill they say he's a very powerful saint and has healed many people but fatima has never given me a chance to go now she thinks i'm drawing water and we must return with the buckets full i wanted you to come with me because it's a lonely path and i was afraid to go by myself they climbed silently to a small cave that had been hollowed out of the rock there was a bush outside with many dirty rolled up pieces of paper tied to its branches. These all told tales of sorrow and sickness. People brought their burdens to the bones of the dead man and they all went home unhealed and uncomforted. They laid kins at the mouth of the cave and then Zora lifted her, herself up again calling on the name of a god whom she didn't know and the prophet Muhammad. It was her last hope. As she prayed a cloud passed over the sun and a cool shadow fell on the baby. Kinza shivered and began to cry and reached out for her mother's arms. Zora gazed eagerly into the little girl's face for a moment and then she picked her up with a disappointed sigh. God had not listened, for Kenza was still blind. Hamond and his mother almost ran down the hill. They were late and the sun was already setting behind the mountains. The storks flew past with a rattling cry, black against the sky. Hamond was angry and bitterly disappointed. What good? What was the good of it? Kenza would never see god not god did not seem to care and the dead saint would do nothing to help perhaps he wasn't interested in a baby girls they reached the well in silence and haman drew the water for his mother gave her the buckets and then dashed off down the valley to, to collect rama and the goats he had met them halfway up the hill for rama was afraid of the evening shadows and had, had wanted to get home she held her brother's hand and the goats who also wanted to go home huddled against their legs where did you go asked rama to the saint's tomb answered haman rama our little sister is blind her eyes see nothing but darkness that's why mother hides her away she does not want fatima and sir muhammad to know rama stood still horrified blind she said echoed and the saint couldn't he, couldn't he help her haman shook his head i don't think that saint is much good he said rather boldly mother went there before when father coughed but nothing happened and father died it is the will of god said rama and shrugged her shoulders then clinging close together because night was falling they climbed the hill and the goat's eyes gleamed like glean lanterns in the dark i hate the dark whispered rama with a little shiver hamad stared up into the deep blue sky i love the stars he said And tomorrow we'll have Chapter 2, The Secret Revealed. I love you, I'm praying for you, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.